Now, the Western Cape Social Development Committee uh, today held a meeting to discuss the latest Sasa developments. Provincial Parliament has approved today's meeting after more than 53,000 uh, disability grants, uh, temporary disability grants lapsed in the province. And this caused thousands of disability grant recipients to flock to the Sasa offices to reapply as they were told that they needed to do so in person. And this caused major concern regarding the long queues uh, that had developed and uh, COVID-19 social distancing was not observed as we saw in many of uh, the pictures and also the videos uh, that were shot at that particular scene. And various stakeholders, including the Social Development uh, Department's uh, Minister Lindiwe Zulu and Sasa CEO Buzisiwe Memela, uh, traveled to the Western Cape uh, in order to try and remedy that situation. So for uh, the latest and also regarding the outcome of today's meeting, we are joined on the line now by the chairperson of the Standing Committee on Social Development in the Western Cape, uh, Julian Bossman. Thanks so much for your time. Welcome to Update at Noon. Thank you very much, Sakina, and good afternoon to you and your listeners. Please, can I just get uh, how you pronounce your name first? Is it Gillian? That's Gillian, yes. Gillian. Thanks so much, um, Mr. Bossman. So first up, um, if you can just uh, speak to us about uh, why, uh, or rather what was on the agenda for today's meeting. So the aim of today's meeting, Sakina, was really to get Sasa and the Western Cape to give us a clear understanding of what is going on with these uh, temporary uh, disability grants that have lapsed in the Western Cape. Um, There's more than... Uh, 52,323 grants have um, lapsed at the end of uh, December. And that means that uh, 24% of the total grants that have lapsed nationally is in this province. And those are people who've been relying for the last 6, 8, or 12 months on the 1,860 rand uh, temporary disability grants. And all those grants have just lapsed in bark. And SASA had no clear plans for how they were going to solve that problem. Um, so we wanted to really just explain to the committee what are they doing to, to resolve this challenge, why are they blaming the city of Cape Town for their inability to manage, and also we wanted the Minister of Social Development in the Western Cape, Minister Fernandez, to give us an understanding of what the department is doing to come um, to the aid of these very desperate people queuing outside SASA offices across the province. So what were the outcomes? Because when we spoke to the minister, uh, she said that one of the problems was uh, the very weak coordination uh, between uh, SASA or the department at national level and the provincial department. I think that's that's one of the problems here is that Minister Lindiwe Zulu does not understand uh, the mandate of SASA and her department when it comes to um, grants and grants administration. The provincial Department of Social Development has no role in the administration of grants in terms of the uh, Social Security Act and the legislation that describes that. It is entirely SASA's work. So the province is only involved in um, providing uh, relief of distress where SASA cannot. And as you know, the Western Cape uh, Provincial Department of Social Development has stepped up during this COVID time to make sure that uh, relief of distress comes in the form of food parcels, etc. But there's no um, legal role that the province can play or the city of Cape Town. It's only SASA and the National Department of Social Development that has to process and administer these grants.
Mm. Um, if I understood her correctly, and 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 I remember her actually counting because I think she was looking at uh, something, and 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 she counted seven uh, centers where people would usually go to collect or um, you know have their administrative issues uh, attended to with regard to Sasa, and she said all those centers were not open, and um, she said that was something that the city and uh, perhaps the MEC needed to assess with because uh, these were the pay points or uh, that, that that your recipients would usually go to and she said seven of them were closed hence everybody went to the Belleville office who would usually make use of those other centres. Interestingly enough that's one of the questions we posed to the uh, mayoral committee member for social development in the city Dr. Bandrudin today and he gave us a presentation outlining a detailed timeline from the 31st of March 2020, where the city has been trying to get SASA to agree to the list of facilities that the city has booked for them. Um, and SASA has not been able to confirm that they're going to use those facilities. Um, the city has got several, more than um, seven facilities that they have um, essentially booked on their system for the exclusive use of SASA. And the city um, has waited for SASA use those facilities, but SASA has indicated that they're not taking up um, that um, opportunity. As you know, when uh, Minister Nkodo Zanat Zuma declared the national state of disaster, all municipal facilities closed down. Um, SASA even closed down as the agency was supposed to provide relief of distress. So once uh, there was clarity in terms of what facilities are needed, the city did um, open up facilities to SASA. Um, they shared with us email correspondence between the officials in the city, um, and they actually sort of moved the conversation away from the politics that we, we have, and they gave us a detailed breakdown on the bookings that were made by SASA. And those facilities were reserved, but SASA had not used them. Um, as we know, SASA is also operating only on 50% of their staff, so that could be one of the reasons why they've not been um, able to utilize this facility. So... I think what uh, the grant recipients want to know is what is the solution? What is the way forward? You know, Sakina, that's something that we also wanted to know. And the members of our committee from across the political divide were exacerbated because we were not getting clear answers from the regional staff at SASA on what the way forward is. So we've got these 52,323 grants that have um, expired. SASA has now said that those um, grant recipients can, as an interim measure, apply for a 500 rand relief of distress grant, but they can only apply for that for two months, um, and then they um, have to then get new appointments that are being made. And we know that SASA is giving appointments to people to come back to SASA to collect uh, the medical form as far as September 2021. So of the 52,323, they've only booked 11,744 appointments, and those appointments are booked between now and September, and they've only assessed 905 um, actual cases. They haven't told us of those 905 how many um, grants were renewed or how many grants were declined. So at the moment, they're offering people an opportunity to come back to stand in another queue, to come and collect a form, and to apply for a 500 rand grant. Um, instead of getting the 1,860 that they're supposed to be getting.
And and just a final question at this time, um, with regard to those offices, uh, the facilities that were closed, have they been opened now? So, um, as we heard from the city today, they have made um, more facilities available to SASA. SASA has agreed to um, their meeting tomorrow nationally to come up with a plan for how they're going to deal with the, the crisis. Because as we speak at the moment, SASA doesn't have a detailed plan of how they're going to to be getting this problem solved, they've got aspirational um, plans and um, ways forward. But it doesn't actually give us an answer of whether SAFA is going to be able to issue these um, renewals by the 31st. What is very clear, Sakina, is that um, it looks like SAFA has run out of money. And that's one of the problems, and that's one of the reasons they are now pushing for these grants uh, to only be paid after the financial year ends. Because what was made clear in the presentation to us and into the presentation to the National Assembly uh, yesterday is that if more than 50% of the um, grants that have lapsed um, nationally um, comes up for a renewal, they will need $870 million. But the possible available budget that they've indicated that they have is only $411 million. So I think the minister and SASA need to just come clean with the recipients and tell them whether there is the money to renew these grants, what is the delay, is it that they don't have venues, or is it that they don't have money, and also what is the process, how are we going to automate this process so that people don't have to come and stand in a queue um, and wait to collect, collect a form. We had a very shocking incident in Kharbou last Friday where a, a woman died whilst waiting in a Saka queue overnight. While the minister and the African police service was waterbombing, um, disabled people in Basel, someone had a stroke as well. So there's serious shortcomings that SASA needs to address. And I think what we really need is instead of sort of shifting the blame to other entities, is SASA needs to do what their core business is. And what our committee is um, resolved to do today is to ask SASA to come back in two weeks' time to give us an update to, so we can see how many more applications have been processed. Because 955, 905 applications out of 52,000 certainly not going to get us there by the 31st of March. All right, we'll have to leave it there for today. Uh, that was uh, Gillian Bossman, uh, chairperson of the Standing Committee on Social Development in the Western Cape. As we throw that ball right back in Sasa's court, we'll hear from them regarding these latest developments.